0: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman.
1: Hey
0: there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report for a Thursday. Eddie Pence, my vice host, and I are still on vacation, but all week long we've been trying to provide you with little audio appetizers. Just something to feed your ears while we're gone until we get back with all brand new shows on July 2nd. Today's show is a good one. A couple of the greatest hits from the first 100 episodes of The Ralph Report. We've got Missy Martinez. Missy is an adult film star, and we brought her in for Ralph Sex University a couple months ago to answer some questions from you, the Garmy, about things you might be curious about when it comes to how adult movies are made. So we pulled back the curtain, and uh, Missy was very open, and sometimes shockingly so, with her answers. So we're going to replay that segment for you. We're going to do that again, by the way. We have a lot of questions that you guys sent in that Missy didn't get a chance to answer the first time around. So we're going to bring her back. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Missy Martinez about the world of adult filmmaking, you can always drop them to me at ralph at theralphreport.com. So we're going to play that interview for you today. But first, before we get to that, one of the segments that got the most reaction from you guys was the couple's adventure where my wife took me out to get waxed to teach me what it's like, what women have to go through in order to look good for us men, We went out initially to get a uh, Brazilian wax for me. I was going to get it all done. (laughs) I ended up pussing out and having to settle for just a butt wax, but that was more than enough. You guys seemed very entertained by that segment, so we thought we'd replay it today. Here is me and my wife getting my ass waxed. It's another Ralph and Carrie's couples adventure, and today we're going to explore the wonderful
2: world of... Waxing. Waxing. Waxing.
0: My wife seems to believe that I need to have first-hand experience to see what it's like for a woman who gets waxed in her nether regions.
2: Yeah, I mean, you should know what we go through as mm-hmm. women to stay uh, tip-top. Um, mm-hmm. Or uh, tip-bottom, in this or particular tip case. Bottom. So we're going to take you and your um, Hershey Highway. Yeah. Otherwise known as your starfish. Otherwise known as your... Mud pump, oh, Jesus. uh To a place, and you are going to experience what it's like to be all waxed, cleaned up, spit and polished. Well, we'll I hope like there's
0: it. no spitting, because that doesn't sound sanitary. But we'll have to wait and see. I have a lot of questions before we get into this, first of all. Because it's the only asshole I have. You know, and i got to take care of it. So I don't want anything to get screwed up here.
2: Well, it's not going to get screwed I mean, what, what could happen? I don't know. I don't want to uh, get it sealed
0: up with wax and I can never use it again. That,
2: that would be Gain horrible. a lot of weight. Or uh, the wax could be too hot and it could just singe your, yeah. your delicate tissue. Yeah. But we're going to someone experience, So none yeah. of that is going to happen. All right. And quite frankly, what I'm hoping is that you're going to enjoy this so much that you might do it regularly.
0: Yeah, don't get your hopes up, All kid. Right.
2: Could change our sex life, you know.
0: Okay, we are here at the Sybil Solon Skin Fitness Center, which is a mouthful, but I'm happy to be here in the hands of a professional. Sybil, thanks so much for having us.
3: Hi, thanks, Ralph, for being here.
0: Um, I'm a little nervous. This is my first time getting waxed. Now, what are we going to do today? We're going to do a waxing or I know there's another thing, yeah, another thing, right?
3: sugaring, and sometimes sugaring is a better option for you. Uh, if you're prone to ingrowns, if you have very, very sensitive skin. Uh sometimes for a first time though, I kind of take a look and see what the best option is for you and then make a decision. It really depends. I also do hard waxing. It really depends. So we'll take a look and see what's the best option for you. Many of my clients though do move over time into sugaring.
0: Okay, well, I do have sensitive skin, that's for sure. And I was telling my wife on the way over here that I was even more concerned about the post-care than I was the actual deforestation, if you will. (laughs) Because I don't want to end up with, like, bumps and things that are itchy and scratchy and, and yeah. look nasty, you know?
3: Well, uh, the reason why I got into hair removal in the first place was because I had so many clients come in. I'm an esthetician, which we primarily do skin care. And I had so many clients come in and be like, Sybil, would you look at this for me? And I'd be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and it would be really bad waxing hair removal jobs. Uh-huh. And they'd be infected, or there'd be really bad folliculitis, which is actually just really bad ingrowns, um, infection from the ingrowns. And so I'd have people come in, and i'd take care of that and then i was like okay well i've just got to find a better way to do this and so i started doing hair removal instead of just skincare, which was facials and so that became a huge thing for me as well and i started with just hard waxing and then when i discovered sugaring about seven or eight years ago for my clients who hard waxing became too much for them then i started sugaring as well Hmm. sounds delicious yeah really (laughs) well you can't eat it it is really just sugar Wow. That's what it is, just sugar. Yeah, it's just sugar. It, you literally could just eat a pot of it if you wanted to. Oh, that's amazing. It's it sticky again. enough that it just... It's actually what it does. It's not that it sticks to the hair. So what? how sugar functions is, if you imagine Oreo cookie, the sugar sticks to the sugar and the hair is the white stuff, the double stuff in the middle. So the sugar sticks to the sugar and the hair just comes along for the ride. And the reason why for some people sugar is better is that because it's a digestive enzyme, it actually removes the dead skin. And many of us have too much dead skin. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually causes the groans and the irritation. And also it's not hot. And it's actually the heat from hot wax that actually causes a lot of the problems post-treatment mm, okay. because it's the histamine reaction. So what happens when you pull out hair is that there's a pocket of histamine in the follicle. And that po- pocket of histamine is what gives you those red bumps, that chicken skin. So you can't actually avoid that because you're pulling out the hair follicle. But you can avoid the irritation from the heat. Because if you imagine a rash, you put extra warmth on that rash, you create extra heat. Right? Right. So with sugaring, you can actually remove the dead skin. You can pull out the hair. And then you can have less heat. And so you'll have
2: less irritation. Got it.
0: Damn, I'm the right place. This lady knows your stuff. This
2: is amazing. I mean, I, I need to come here.
0: Now, let me ask you, do you treat a lot of men? Do you have a lot of men? I in? do.
2: Actually, I
3: have 60% male clientele. That's why, if you've noticed where you came, I'm a little bit out in the wilderness, it seems, of L.A. Right, And the reason why is because I'm a bit exclusive and I'm what people consider like an intimate little area. And the reason why is because I do have a lot of kind of male high-profile clients.
0: Right. Are you like a, like a priest or something? You can't tell <laughs> who your clients are? It's like doctor, patient, oh, oh. trip?
3: It's, it's Vegas in here. I don't talk about anyone to anyone. And you'll notice I have a bunch of doors, and it's because sometimes people walk in one door, and then they walk out another so that they, nobody sees
2: each other.
1: Wow. This
2: is fascinating. So this leads me to a few more questions. Go ahead. Um, would you say that of the men that get waxed, more straight or gay? I have virtually
3: no homosexual clients. They're wow. all, they're, I think I have like one, and most of my, and they, he just does eyebrows. He doesn't even do like an Australian. So, almost all of my male clients are like Regular dudes like mm-hmm. LAPD guys, firemen, con, you know, construction workers. Uh, most of them come in because they just want to feel cleaner. They right. just want to feel like sexier. They just want to look nicer, and they just hate body hair. Hair is mm-hmm. gross.
2: Yeah. Now, are there um, trends that you see come and go? For example, twenty years ago, it was the thing for women to wear their eyebrows super thin, and now we're doing them more thick. So, yeah. do you? Are there literally? trends for male waxing? Um, Not for male waxing so much. Most dudes just come in and they're just
3: like, can you just tell me what to do? Like men men don't trend. They're just like, they don't trend. They're just like, tell me what to do. I need to do this. And once in a while, they'll come in and be like, so my girlfriend, my wife thinks I should do this and this. What do you think? And I'm like, well, if they think you should do this, we should think about doing that because really, aren't you doing it for them? Right. And, right. and so we try it. And sometimes they come back in and I'm like, I didn't like it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it wasn't for me. And then we don't do that yeah. ever again. Yeah.
0: Now, I've heard you've referred to men getting completely waxed on there as an Australian. I always thought it was known as a Brazilian wax.
3: So I, I coined the phrase Australian because I wanted to be, be very manly. And so you're going down under. And <laughs> Australians are very, like, pumped dudes. Right. And I really hated the, like... Bozillion, and mm. they, they had all these names for male. How about
0: godzillion. Do you ever think Godzillion
3: would be amazing, <laughs> Ralph? We start calling it a godzillion yeah. But yeah, I just I didn't like the male phrases for it. And if you caught a Brazilian on your on when SEO terms for websites, you always get chick stuff. Right. And so I didn't want guy. I wanted guys to have their own terms. You know, men right. should have their own things. So I, I started calling an Australian. So guys can also call me on the phone and be like, hey, I need an Australian, wherever they are. And people just be like, that dude's getting Australian. What the hell is that? Right. Is that like some kind of like awesome hooker? Like, what's that? <laughs>
2: right. That, that is, that's very creative. So yeah. I have one final question. Go for it. Have you ever had a male get an erection while you were doing a wax? <laughs> job?
3: Um, so erections, they can happen. It's very, it's very infrequent. Like okay. most time, it's actually because the guy's nervous. Yeah. So it's really because they're nervous. It, like once in a while, you get a creeper. In general, it's not because of that reason. Right. Um, I do keep a taser. I do work alone. Smart. I do keep a taser. Her name's Lucy. And she's right next to me. And I'll be like, dude, I'll taste your balls. Right. So, but in general, most times when I'm having a new male client, I have a conversation with them over the phone. I know exactly what to, questions to ask. And if they don't give me the right signals, they're not going to come in. Right. But if a dude gets erection, he looks really more uncomfortable than I do. You know he's just like oh god this is really awkward And I'm like dude just pull that to the side We'll just keep going you know and then it'll go down Or ask questions about their kids their dogs Their wives and then it goes You know they're gonna be like this is awkward for all of us You know and if it doesn't then This is a weird situation for both of us And I'll be like what's going on man this is not cool.
0: And it seems like there'd be easier ways to get off than to go get waxed, right? right? You yeah. Could, yeah. That if seems like in, a lot of work.
3: If you're in yeah. the pain game, I'm not yeah. I'm not the right. person you really want to see for that. Right. This is not... And once you get in there, it's... My male clients who've been with me, like, I know everything about you. It's the same thing with females. Like, I know everything about you. We have fun. We talk about stuff. My job is to make this as easy and as comfortable for you as possible. Like, I know things about honda motorcycles and maseratis because my clients know things about those things and i know therefore know about them i have to talk about sports even though i hate them because my male clients talk about them and i keep up on it like go eagles go you know do you want to talk about the super bowl oh my god i can't wait to talk about the super bowl (laughs) i love football well
0: i'm gonna need something (laughs) to keep my mind off of whatever it is that's going on down there we came in here expecting just to get the uh, the crack done that was my plan was just to get the crack waxed for for
3: well if you want to just do that it's fine but i always say you know, you're already there. Right. Give it a shot. What you can do with a lot of my first time clients, I say, start with the kind of edges. Do around the base of the sh- and the shaft. And by the way, the shaft is not that big a deal because like, and that's really what the chicks like better. Like, it makes it nicer when you're down up there. Yeah. Um, the butt actually doesn't hurt that much.
2: Like the crack, butts don't care. Like between the butt cheeks, they don't right. care. What is the most sensitive place on the male? The balls. That's the most sensitive. The balls. And okay. I'm
3: really careful with those because you can have serious situations. Um, I, my favorite stories to tell is the person who trained me, her name is the Wax Queen, and she actually gives these demos on these huge jumbotrons and <laughs> these things called skin shows, which sounds really dirty when you say it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, these huge jumbotron, room of like 500 people, and she's been doing it for years. She has a de- guy out there, and she pulls off a strip, and his this... ball opens up and like... <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. And from then on, I was like, oh, Oh, Jesus. And I've been a little traumatized, I
1: PTSD. Right. so I have
0: been How about the guy?
3: How about the guy whose <laughs> ball opened up on the
0: jumbotron?
3: Yeah, four stitches later.
0: Holy shit, I'm getting out of here. This is madness. <laughs> no,
1: you, you,
3: we're, we're doing this you're but here but here's this, my is fear. Not happen. you know, usually
0: i'm I'm a pretty well manicured guy. Um, I usually shave and trim my region. My balls are usually shaved, so I knew I was coming you mans- in. So you manscaped. I manscape, yeah. So I let it go for a little bit, thinking yeah. it, ma- it might be an option. But there might not be enough there to grab. And what if they grab skin instead of hair, and then I'm on the jumbotron?
3: Well, we're going to hope that that doesn't happen. I am very good at my job. Knock on wood, dude. I've, I've luckily never had any of that happen. All I'm right. very careful. All
0: right. So, These are the let only two I discuss, have, and but, I'd like to keep them.
3: You know, if anything happens, so the hospital's right down the street. Oh, yeah.
0: that's very encouraging. <laughs> um, well, why don't we we do start whatever we need to start to start? And I guess I have to take my pants off at this point. And then when we get in there, we'll get a blow by blow, no pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> description of what's happening. What do you definitely say?
3: Definitely give you descriptions less blowing. All right, let's do this. All right, all right. Okay, so I'm just taking a look at your hair, and we actually are going to do... How
0: could anyone get an erection in this situation, by the way? It's the most weirdly humiliating (laughs) thing ever. It's
3: a very strange situation. That's why people always ask me if um, people get erections. I'm like, it's not really like that.
2: It's not really like that. For the listeners, I'm just going to give you uh, a little uh, play by play here. So we have Ralph, and he's on the table um, butt naked. Yeah, literally.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He did take off his shirt because I told him he's probably going to sweat through it a little bit. Completely
0: nude, that's for sure.
3: (laughs) Yep so
0: this isn't awkward at all nice no. to meet you Sybil. Hi, by the way dude. it's hey. a pleasure to meet no you problem. for the first time ever
3: all right this happens all the time all right and you do keep it nicely trimmed that's thank cool. you so is this kind of like the look that you like where you like keep some hair right on the top that's all i really have i'm not a hairy
0: dude so that's sort of just the, yeah. the nature but this
3: tends to be like and this is actually a kind of a look that dudes tend to like they like like a little bit of fur at the top but the base is like trim long for
0: me usually i trim this down this, you trim it down yeah
3: all right well let's let's clean it <laughs> Would well, you like it like completely
0: off? I mean, I don't know. Should I do it? I mean, uh,
3: let's, how, let's take how it. Let's do it. Right? Getting to know you strip. Okay, so I'm going to bend your leg. Getting, getting to know you
1: strip. <laughs>
3: getting to know <laughs> right. <you. laughs> so. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bend your leg like this. If for any reason you start getting uncomfortable, just let me know. I will. All right. I'm uncomfortable. All
2: right. Well, if you get any more I mean, emotionally,
0: not physically.
2: (laughs) In 30 seconds, you might also be a little physically uncomfortable. Look. I'm also going to hand you a hand
3: hand fan in case you get hot for yourself.
0: I am very hot for myself. Right. Every time I look in the mirror. All
3: right. So I'm going to do a getting-new strip. It's right here. I'm just going to go like this. So I'm putting down hot. I'm putting down some uh, some warm <laughs> is, wax. Is that wax? It okay. is.
0: Okay. So we're going with wax instead of sugar. We're gonna do that. some
3: wax right here. Uh huh. I might uh, do some sugar in elsewhere, but we're gonna do some wax right here. All right. What happens with the sugar is because you have to go backwards against the hair, it would tug.
0: Gotcha.
2: And that would be super uncomfortable for you.
0: Because it's longish?
2: Because it's longish, yeah. do you? Uh, now, Sybil, I noticed that the wax is green. Did you do that for uh, eagles or? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just yes. is lucky like that. This is called, um, it's actually called uh,
3: Cerepil Blue and it is aquamarine oh. when it comes out. It's a hard wax that I used. It's from France. And what it'll do is it'll actually harden up and it binds like cellophane around the hair. It actually doesn't stick to the skin at all. So it won't stick to the skin, which is nice. It's very delicate. All right, so you're just going to breathe in for a second and breathe out. Oh,
0: Oh, my goodness. That's it. Oh, that really stinks. And then you have a
3: nice little patch of of, uh, nakedness right there. Wow. Right? So how was your first getting to know you strip,
2: bud? If
0: that's the get to know you, I hate to see the... Monty. Right now, this
2: is this is not the most sensitive part. No, this, this is fairly easy, but I, yeah, I'm getting to know him, so I can see
3: that he is, you know, he's acting a little bit Irish. Like yeah, he's got I he's like got some redness. Like mm-hmm. We're getting Very a little red, a little pinpoint bleeding, but not crazy.
1: Oh good, <laughs> it is his first bleeding.
0: Yeah, we might just want to go with the butt. <laughs> Leave the rest do, alone.
3: We have to do a little bit of the edges. No, I understand. No, we do have to, even even to clean Steven. things up. Yeah, we'll yeah. even
2: Steven now. So I'm going to come up through the side here. Oh, let's see how this goes. Oh, man. So that now is like right above the right testicle. Yeah.
0: That's in the NAD region.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, this, yeah, this area isn't super sensitive, so it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. There we go. We'll see. There we are. <laughs>
0: the wax feels good going on, that's for it sure. It does.
3: It's, it's strangely soothing, yeah, right? Yeah, it
0: feels very nice yeah, and warm going like, on.
3: Smells like campfires too. When you smell it, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Going on,
0: good. Coming off, bad.
3: Yes. (laughs) It's true. So I always say, um, getting waxed the first time is the hardest. It's like sex. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. Uh Probably isn't the greatest event. Yeah. But if you continue, it gets easier. Uh And nicer. Right. It does. It's true. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So we're always going to tell you when we're doing this. Yeah. Surprise you. Breathe in. Okay. Son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit.
3: So if you look, you can see how deep those hairs are. Oh my gosh.
2: Right? That's like a quarter inch at least coming out of underneath the... He's
3: got some seriously deep follicle. Yeah, I sure do. It's like a freaking porcupine. That that sure
0: hurt.
2: Wow. So, Uh, who knew you had such deep follicles? Who knew? I knew I was a deep guy. This one down and this one up.
3: (sighs) And out.
0: Good Good times. I think the Australian's off the table at this point.
3: (laughs) Okay. No, you're (laughs) you're being super, super deep inside. Good times. All right, breathe in. (sighs) And
0: out. Come on. (laughs) That is ridiculous.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm sorry that the two women are laughing. At you. I'm so sorry.
0: This but, you know, women I'm... that do this are insane.
3: No, we're so hardcore. We're so hardcore. Well, you have to remember. So there are a couple of things that I do tell my male clients. One is that men actually have more pain receptors, so you do feel it more. They're also closer to the surface of the skin, so you literally are feeling it more intensely than we do. Oh,
0: huh, Sound of a gun.
3: So there is a reason. There is a reason. Is it also just because men are wimps? Oh, right. To women? Easy. No, it's not. It's just they really do actually feel it more intensely. Yeah. All right, so we're just going to do this section. Okay. Ow!
0: All right, oh. All right. Oh. we're done. That's it. <laughs> well, come on. You
3: might need to even it out a little bit. I was going to say, do you really want to tap <laughs> out or do you want to finish the other side? Finish the
0: other okay, side. Cool. I don't want to be lopsided. Okay, but, cool, I agree. But this is as good as it's going to get.
3: All right, you're awesome.
0: I am not awesome You are, you did fantastic I am a I am big crybaby But it hurts <laughs> like a
2: motherfucker
3: Oh, know. Alright, so make yourself as comfortable as possible In a very awkward position
2: He's oh. now on all fours, people
3: Right. this Ugh. is how it works Alright, so stay comfy Alright I'm gonna pre-fan you with my fan That is good <laughs> Alright, so once again I'm just put down a little oil to make sure that we, you know, keep your delicate, delicate skin
0: nice. Okay, which way are we going with this stuff now?
3: So this stuff we're gonna go from the bottom. We're going wax. Top. This is wax. Yeah, we're going wax. We're doing wax, okay. We're going wax. Your hair is crazy long, you do not want me sugaring
0: that. Okay.
3: Alright. So you're gonna feel it's gonna feel very warm. The thing about busts, they don't really hurt, but gosh, they're like things that are hot or insane. So it's gonna feel like hot lava is happening. <laughs> <laughs> all right? It's gonna feel like hot lava. I get this done so I know.
0: You didn't talk about the hot lava part. <laughs> I thought butts don't care, and now it's hot lava like, time. It's all
3: a clever ruse, really.
0: <sighs>
3: but you're fine, look, you didn't even notice. You're like, it's all good. It's all good. How's Olivia feeling? Is she doing better? better? She's much, much better. better okay.
2: she's back at school.
3: Okay, good. That makes me happy. We were all very worried about her. God yeah. bless you for asking.
2: <laughs> He's doing better than I'm doing
3: right now.
2: <laughs> I, I think most people in the uh, in the LA County are probably doing better than you're doing. <sighs>
1: you're
3: doing On great. all
2: fours, yep. you're
3: great. You're doing great. Here it comes. Oh boy. All right. So you've done you've done the front, you've done the back. What was the front to the back like? The
0: uh, front was worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Front okay. was definitely worse. Yeah. The back is uh, yeah, it's I not know. it's not a joy, don't get me wrong, but it's not nearly as bad as the front was.
2: You're handling it uh much better than you did the front. Yes. Okay, yes.
0: Because I'm I'm getting closer to passing out. I think it helps that I'm less <laughs> conscious really right now than I was before.
2: Um I should have brought you some Jack.
0: You should have. I should have came in loaded.
2: Well, yeah. no, you don't want to come
3: in loaded. Because you then drink. you'll bleed. Yeah, you oh, can really? drink while you're getting it done, though I, you can't drive home as easily. So yeah, you, have have, you have to have a lift or a friend, um, but, <laughs> but. Considering
0: uh, the position I'm in right now, I think you're the best <laughs> friend I've ever had, Sybil.
3: All right, I'm gonna put some product down and you'll be pretty much all set. My goodness. Just like that, so me just missed you down and put some post care. Oh, that looks like that feels good. Oh,
0: it does. <laughs> It's I'm like spring break for care. my ass.
2: It's <laughs> gonna put down some post care. A little light mist has gone on. We have a moisturized bum. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would say when you get home, you'll definitely need to look in the mirror, see what this looks like. It's you should take pictures and like post them to yourself. Yeah, so you we remember can do for that. off posterity about your posterity. We'll save the listeners. We're not going to show you guys pictures. No, but you I should keep, keep them, them for you guys Are
0: you kidding see. me? We could add that whole nother tier level to the Patreon page. Oh, you're Go ahead. You become a five star general. You get to see my asshole pictures. Go
1: to that over.
0: Oh, thank you so much, you're Civil. Welcome. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Fantastic. So, you're a wonderful lady, and right. I'm pretty sure I hate you.
3: All right, fantastic.
0: <laughs> and for those of you who have written in asking the question, uh, no, I did not keep up with it. It's just, it, it felt great. It felt very clean, and uh, I, I liked that sensation. But it just it's, there's a lot of upkeep. You have to use special creams so you don't get ingrown hairs, and you've got a special mitt that you have to use to exfoliate the skin. And I and I just I just let it grow back. So there, that that question has been answered. Speaking of answering questions and the nether regions. There's a theme to today's show. Here is my interview with adult film star Missy Martinez, who was kind enough to come in and act as a guest lecturer on Ralph Sex University. Here she is answering your questions about the world of adult films. You don't know
1: what to do. There's one man to help you through. He's a graduate of sex.
0: As I mentioned, today's guest lecturer has been on the show before. Missy Martinez is her name. Very talented and lovely adult film star. And she got a great reaction from the listeners so much so that people started sending in questions to ask her about being a porn star, about working in the adult film industry. And so I thought, since we had so many questions, I even asked for more, that we would sit her down and she would pull back the curtain on the adult industry and tell us what it's really like to work in porn. Now, keep in mind... Uh, Here's a warning. The uh, the talk is very honest and is very frank, and she does not pull any punches. She is a very open, blunt young lady, so you know what you're in for as we talk to Missy Martinez and go deep, no pun intended, into the world of X-rated films. Missy, thank you so much for spending a part of your day with us today. Really appreciate it.
4: Thank you so much. Anytime I can, uh, you know, spend time with someone, not having something in my anus is a good day for me.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll try to keep things out of your anus this morning, but uh, what I want to talk about is the listeners have so many questions for you. You were kind enough to come on and talk about uh, slut shaming in the industry and how women are treated, and a ton of questions came in. So I thought if you wouldn't mind, we would go through some of them, if that's okay.
4: Oh, absolutely. All
0: right. Let's start with uh, Valerie Biller. She sent this one in, and I think it's fascinating, especially in the current social climate. She said, with the Me Too movement and awareness of sexual harassment in today's society, how is Missy able to keep that line of inappropriateness with fans and colleagues? Do you feel you have to work extra hard to draw that line due to the nature of
4: your work? That's a really good question. Um, Luckily, when I'm on set it's already a professional environment, so you don't really have to worry about, um, you know, your coworkers coming up to you and grabbing you or trying to do extra things before the scene starts or after the scene. So they're really mindful of that, especially in this climate, like you said. Um, the biggest um, issue I run into is the fans. Um, it is hard to separate for some of those, you know, um, fantasy versus reality. And, you know, I, I am a fantasy, I am a, uh, I'm. I'm a figment of your imagination. So it's uh, it's hard for those some people to separate that, oh, you know, Missy is, this is just a job, this is who she is on social media and on film. But after the, you know, I turn off my computer or the cameras turn off, you know, I go back to being, you know, my, a, tax paying, <laughs> a tax paying citizen. <laughs> so It's usually um, the fans that I have a hard time with trying to let know that, hey, this is not okay just because of the occupation. I've been at uh, conventions before, and some it's all about your comfort level. So some performers during conventions, they're fine if fans you know grab their breasts or slap their ass, but um, because one person gives them permission, they assume it's kind of a blanket permission. Right. All the other girls are gonna be okay with, and I've had someone try to insert fingers inside of me. Uh. Dur- photo and uh that was promptly met with a donkey kick (laughs) 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 so i never assume that there's consent there just because of someone's occupation sex work or otherwise
0: great advice okay this one comes from rob from uh long island and he says now that porn is all over the internet for free is there a viable career path for porn actors and actresses anymore
4: Uh, Porn is basically free. Porn is basically free. Um, So what it's caused is uh, for us performers to be more creative with our outlets. We need to, um, like they have sites like ManyVids or OnlyFans clips for sale, ones where we can produce and shoot our own content and upload it and take most of the profits. Um, it still is a viable career depending on the sex acts you do, how often you want to work, what your look is, um, but there's not as much money there as there was like when I started nine years ago. There's not as much money because why would a, um, a, a director pay you know uh, someone's full rate if they can get a brand new girl to do it for $300 less. Mm. It all comes down to economics at the end of the day, and that's why, you know, I, have, I webcam, I feature dance, I sell merchandise. You kind of have to have your hand in all aspects just to try to, you know, stay afloat these days.
0: Uh, what's your website, by the way, for people who want to get some of that merchandise?
4: Oh, MissyMartinez.com.
0: There you go. Um, and a related question. This comes from Sam. He wants to know, how do you get your roles? Do producers come to you? Do you have to audition? Is it easier uh, because you're a name performer for you to get work than other people? I can imagine it is, right?
4: Uh, it's uh, much easier for me now. Um, I haven't had an agent in four years. I do every all myself bookings but people know what kind of scenes they're going to get from me. They know my look. They know I'm in the MILF category now. Um, but uh, it, is, it is easier to get work for me now, but uh, mostly I... They have my emails and my my phone number, so they're just like, hey, we have this role for you. Um, are you available these days? These days? These days? Um, for some of the larger um, like projects, like you see all these giant superhero parodies, they do have casting calls. Huh. For those, and uh, by calls, I mean couches. <laughs> um, no, actually, there's not a lot of that in the industry anymore. For a while, there was some casting couch situations. But all couches are casting couches if they believe in themselves.
0: <laughs> uh, Matt, Demetrion sends in this question. What is the craziest experience you've ever had working in the adult film industry? Oh, I bet there's a, a ton of them.
4: Oh, there's a ton. One um, uh, was I was doing this lesbian scene with this girl, and uh, obviously this girl, and I had to put, um, I was fingering her, and I felt something weird in there. She's like, oh, that's just my Nuva ring. Those are those little plastic rings for contraceptive that uh, women can put in. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. And then I was fingering her, and they said, you know, more, more uh, vigorously. So I upped my tempo, and it shot out of her vagina across the room. <laughs> So we didn't
0: put anybody's eye out.
4: Yeah, no one, no one lost an eye. But uh, I still refuse to take care of that baby that she's pregnant with now.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you: Do you have a preference in scenes or partners? Do you prefer to work with women or men?
4: I don't really have a preference. Um, there's a benefit with working with just women. Um, it's uh, you don't have to worry about wood issues or popping on command. So there's less time delay. But but also on the uh, the separate side of the coin is you don't know what state of vagina you're going to get down there. Mm.
1: Not
4: not all women follow the same grooming protocols and sanitary practices. Oh my (laughs) goodness! So you know you can only imagine what I've what I've unwrapped down there before. But as long as uh, everyone's professional and they're they don't waste time and they're there to do their good job, then I'm I'm happy.
0: Have you ever declined to work with someone because of hygiene issues or other reasons?
4: Um, yes, I've had to uh, do that once with a male performer. He clearly had a staph infection that mm. he was trying to pass off as an ingrown hair. And if you, everyone's had an ingrown hair before, especially downstairs. But you know the difference between it being infected and scabbing around it. mm so I had to uh, I had to decline that shoot, but we can decline uh, shooting with anyone for any reason. I've requested that a girl go and douche before, and I I know there's several schools of thought on um, whether or not to you know to douche, but you don't douche for yourself, you douche for your partner. Right. It's like a, a courtesy thing, kind of like if you just ate garlic, you brush your teeth. <laughs> same, same thing, but downstairs.
0: Again, this is a lot of questions about hygiene and health, as you can imagine. Jerry McMillan sent this one in, and I've often thought this myself. Uh, He says, with any and every combination of anal to vaginal to oral to anal to oral to et cetera, how do the ladies in the industry stave off a wicked case of bacterial vaginosis and or diphtheria? Jerry wants to know.
4: (laughs) I've had had the BV definitely before from the, they call it double dipping. Mm Mm-hmm you go from each hole to hole um it just depends on your body um your body chemistry and your uh, hormone your ph balance down there um i make sure that there's no cross contamination um a lot of other performers they use like um uh, hydrogen peroxide they'll do apple cider vinegar and i i don't know if these work for sure but they seem to work for these uh, uh these performers bodies but uh Basically, baby wipes. Baby wipes are your best friend, but you know, luckily, if you if you catch something like that, it's just a quick pill, and then you're back in the saddle three days later.
0: I would think, you know, ass to mouth or something, just ingesting it would be dangerous too in some way, right?
4: Um, God forbid that the performer has gonorrhea. You can get gonorrhea and chlamydia of the throat. Mm, doing ass to mouth. Um, luckily, I've, I've never uh, nine years, nine years. Knock on wood, I've never once had an STD. But that comes down to what you do outside of the industry. Right. So I'm a walking success story. Kids, you can <laughs> be like me. <laughs>
0: um timothy dewenga sent this one and we were talking about this how are the male performers able to keep their erections during a shoot is it a talent or is it medically induced and how do you negotiate the pop they want to know uh, when and where the uh, the come shot comes uh, how is that negotiated on set
4: um usually uh it for the pop shop it, they have it in the script where they would like and then if if, if it says you know okay come in the girl's eyeballs Mm. the performers like I, I, I'm going to pass on that then they're like okay well where are you comfortable with it you want face boobs so it's all it's all up to uh, personal preference unless you're booked for like a swallowing site or a cream pie site then that's kind of implied that that's what you need to do but it's all up for negotiation and uh, there's no a- added money unless you do like um, uh, swallowing or cream pies but basically comes come and now for the guys to stay hard they do use a lot of Viagra Right. And- um, and you can tell if a man's been using Viagra because his face will get very, very red and he'll just be sweating profusely. Like I've been waterboarded several times by a guy on top of me with <laughs> Viagra. Um, but uh, most of them, they just – it's mental for them. They're And they, they're um, – excuse me. They – uh, I don't know if they, what mental tricks they imply. I don't know if they're thinking about grandma getting out of the shower or if that's what makes them pop on command is thinking about grandma getting out of the shower. Yeah. Um, but they use this thing called a caverject, where it's an, an, an injection that you inject straight into your penis and it makes you hard instantly. But I had a nightmare story about that, um, I was on set. I guess the guy had used it and I didn't know because usually if someone uses intravenous stuff, you let your partner know because that's kind of, uh, that can be a risky area. Right. We went through the pictures, the sex pictures, everything was fine. Then we went to the first position and he pulled his penis out and it was squirting blood, oh. squirting blood. Like someone had nicked an artery and he tried to say it was me. And I'm like, I'm not the one squirting blood out of the tip of my dick. Um, I guess he had botched his injection and uh, he started to, uh, he was like bleeding out basically. He quickly put on his pants and left and he's never been back in the industry since.
0: Wow. What a nightmare.
4: Mm Well, I was scared.
0: It went from a porn movie to a horror movie.
4: Yeah. Real quick, real quick.
0: Uh, Derek Eilerston wants to know, is there any, sexual act or position that is sensationalized in adult films, but in reality is not that much fun or satisfying as it appears.
4: Reverse cowgirl. Really? Reverse cowgirl. It looks really good, especially if you have large boobs. You know, it looks really good and it opens up, but it's very very hard to shoot and as a woman we hate doing it we hate because we have basically have to do all the work (laughs) and and you know i I, it's easy to get lazy because like all the male performers they just do all of it i just have to lay back and look pretty and try not to look fat um but reverse cowgirl if i ever hear any of the cowgirls get popped up i'm just like ugh. okay good thing i didn't work out my legs yesterday
0: uh mark bloom wants to know When did spitting become a thing? He said he's seeing way too much of that in porn, and it really bothers him. And I feel the same way. I don't know when that became a thing, but you see it more and more.
4: Um, Yeah, the slutty llama trend. That's been coming around, the slutty llama trend. Um, I think it's um, a way to try and maybe take your scenes to the next level. Like, if things are going a little too vanilla, throw some phlegm in there. Hmm. But I think it's mostly a uh, personal preference for the performer. If it's a more of a, a gonzo nastier scene, there's it's kind of implied that there will be more bodily fluids, hmm. and I don't. I just think people like to see messes.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of questions about your personal life, Missy. If you don't mind, about your relationship with your husband. Yes. Uh, how has your work affected your marriage? Jesse Schaefer wants to know. She said, "Is there any?" Uh, Restrictions that your husband puts on your work, for lack of a better word, or limits.
4: Uh, We talk about everything uh, that I do on camera, what his comfort levels are. Um, So I swallowing and cream pies are reserved only for him because for me that's very intimate. Mm Mm-hmm taking of another one's fluids (laughs) (laughs) that is something that is just for him and of course that's a high risk activity as well um, health wise so that's also why it's reserved just for him it has caused some strain you know if uh, I've been on set for a long time I come home and you know I'm not necessarily in the mood Um, I always say it's like if uh, you work at Subway and you come home the last thing you want to do is make a sandwich right so uh, it's it's kind of hard to compartmentalize you know my adult work and then my own personal sex life because it's easy it was easy for me to uh kind of meld the two together where i I was always missy instead of like oh no, I don't actually have to be missy. I can just be a normal red blooded woman who wants this certain kind of sex so I don't have to perform Mm-hmm. that was that was the biggest thing but uh communication is always key i always tell them i'm like the day you're uncomfortable with this and you want no more i'm like that's the day i'm done because a paycheck isn't worth my relationship
0: that's a great attitude uh what do you see in your future in the industry this uh tommy wrote in he has a question do you want to direct Do you want to produce your own stuff do you do you see developing a, a career in adult films beyond just being a performer
4: Absolutely. I just uh, attended a workshop over uh, last week um, to learn about how to produce and direct. And I'm slated to pro- uh, to direct um, a couple upcoming projects, you know, to get on the other side of the camera. And I feel fig- feel that's my next logical step. You know, I've been in front of the camera for so long, I figure I would know what looks good behind the camera Mm -hmm. and have that uh, unique perspective that I think I can bring and also I've been doing a lot of mainstream writing uh, for not just uh, pornographic publications like I've been doing Hustler writing for Hustler and I also contributed to a uh, short story so I'm a published author now So I'm just trying to, you know, branch out instead of, you know, using my body, I'm using my brain now, which is kind of refreshing.
1: Well,
0: you're obviously a very smart lady, and uh, I really appreciate you spending some time with us today and answering these questions. I got a ton more, so maybe you can come back and do this again sometime soon.
4: Anytime you need me, I'm here.
0: Thank you so much, Missy. And again, we're going to be talking to Missy again soon. So if you have any questions for her, feel free to send them in to Ralph at theralfreport.com. And also, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can always reach me at the Ralph Report hotline, which is 1-833-HI-RALPH. That's it for today's show. Tomorrow is a Friday. That means we will be talking about all the new movies that are coming out this weekend. And we have another new installment from our UK correspondent, Steve Ashton. So come on back for tomorrow's mini-show as we wrap up our vacation week. I love you. I mean it. Bye.